welcome back it's episode number two episode number two chill the fuck out chill out it <laughs> ain't even you. that serious <laughs> <laughs> all right um before we get started guys i just want to well we just want to say thank you thank y'all so, so much. much for the overwhelming support it's been crazy 42 listeners like wow first episode that's that is crazy. crazy and counting and counting yeah a lot of people have favorited um definitely leave us messages yes you can record your voice and leave a message and we can add it into the podcast so that's something we would definitely love to do yes we would love to hear from you guys that way we would love to communicate with you guys that way and uh, we definitely shout you out in the podcast and talk about, you know, what you talked about in the voice message. Yes. And I believe you can only do it on the Anchor app. I don't think you yes, can do it. Yes, I believe it's only on Anchor. And, um, yeah. So you can follow us. Um, it's Jade. I'm at It's Pretty Jade on Instagram. And it's all one word. And I'm at Love More, M-O-O-R, 12 on Instagram. Ooh. You can, um, in my bio is actually a link where you can listen to the podcast Absolutely. on my website. Yes, it is on your website. Mm, it is. And the link in my bio will take you directly to the Anchor app. But we are now on Spotify. Yes, and uh, Apple Yes, podcast. we're on Apple Podcasts. Almost on We're all. supposedly on Google Podcasts. Google podcast, but I haven't seen it yet, so I'm gonna keep my yeah, eye. We're that. looking for it, all right. So, but we are available in Stitcher. If you yes, Google yes. two women in a pod, I mean in a vibe <laughs> <laughs> podcast, it'll pop up on Stitcher, right? Yes, the Stitcher yeah. one will pop up, and you can listen to it there, and you'll see the the logo. Y'all know what it looks like by now, right? Because we. Yeah, we, we put it everywhere so you guys know what the logo we looks did. like but thank you guys so much for supporting us we really love it vibers y'all yes are vibers. amazing we love y'all so let's get into the next part of our podcast the topic which is uh we're just going to call it chill the fuck out yeah and then when we come back we're going to tell you what we're actually talking about we're talking all about anxiety. <laughs> that is so not how I was going to start, but um, it was brought to my attention earlier this week that Miss Jade, one of my love bugs, because I have like four of them, y'all. Um, her anxiety, I knew she had it, but she let it slip how much or how much of a, her life that it is a part of. Yeah, and me, being me, and somebody who... Um, Recently, last year, spent the whole entire year battling anxiety. It's just like, nah, we're not gonna do this. You, I, I can't let you live this way. We, we gotta, gotta yeah, we gotta bust that wide open. <laughs> so, y'all, today we are definitely talking about anxiety. Um, I'm going to let Jade start because I'm going to nitpick at everything. Oh lord! <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna give y'all the technical term of what anxiety was. So when I Google anxiety. <laughs> It states that anxiety is a mental health disorder characterized by feelings of worry or fear that are strong enough to interfere with one's daily activities. So that's the technical term. That's a whole lot of uh, hoobla, hoorah, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. But if I'm putting it in my own terms, I think that anxiety is something that means like it's any it's a feeling of being out of control. 
Like you don't, okay. you can't control your emotions. Like for me, it's definitely like controlling my body or controlling my mind mostly. Okay. Like training my mind to like control the, understand that I can't control everything. Okay. I think that's what it means. And, um, I think it's a, like a constant continuous state of worry. If that okay. Sense. So that's what, um, anxiety means to me, I think mostly. Well, that's what I feel when I think of anxiety. Okay. Well, let me ask you, when did you first decide that's what it was? Okay, so a little bit about me. I did go to um, Georgia Southern. Shout out to my friends, my best friends who were there with me through all of that. Um, So college for me was definitely a uh, change. A huge change. Like, I was used to, like, the way I grew up, I was used to kind of, like, you know, I grew up fast. Mm -hmm. So, I was kind of used to that life, but being completely on my own was, like, culture shock for me. So, it was just kind of like, oh, wow, what do I do? Like, these are, these are things that I never had to worry about. Okay. And I think that was, like, the panicky part for me, thinking that I had to do everything by myself, or I no longer had the same support Mm -hmm. that I had before so I think that was one of the biggest things for me so freshman year in college um I think that's when I realized that hey you know um this feeling you know is not normal okay and like of course you have you have anxiety before like about small stuff like oh you know I'm scared to present for in class Mm -hmm. but it's it's a totally different ball game when you have a panic attack it that is. I had never had a panic attack until I got to college. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was like, oh my God, like, am I having a heart attack? That's what it feels like. It feels mm-hmm. a lot like um, having a heart attack or, um, you know, when I was doing my research on it, it said it could, it could feel like a stroke. Like you start mm-hmm. Googling your symptoms and you think you just have it, like you're just completely dying. Mm-hmm. So um Definitely freshman year in college is when I first realized that what it, that's what it was when I first started having like panic attacks. I forgot my, my train of thought because I'm in the clouds. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let me give you the definition I found and then I'm going to give you my definition and then we're going to bust down what you just said. Okay. All right, so the definition I found um, off dictionary.com is distress or uneasiness of the mind caused by fear of danger or misfortune. My definition um, is when rational thought cannot be brought to the forefront of your mind. And I mean that as in, you know, yourself. If you can't bring rational thought to the forefront of your mind instead of your emotions, that to me mm-hmm. is anxiety. And most of the time it's caused by, of course, stress, fear, discomfort. Right. Um, it all affects your emotions and your emotions get too high and then rational thought is out the window. That to me is what anxiety is. So like thinking clearly kind of basically like you can't think clearly like you can't think at all. Like you're so focused. Yeah. It is very very crippling. crippling. You're so focused on what you're feeling. Like you can't rationalize what you're feeling Mm -hmm. is not that serious because sometimes it's really not that serious. It's not. You really just need to chill the fuck out. Yeah. So, to me, in knowing what I've had to deal with, that, to me, is anxiety. Okay. And it is, it's overwhelming. Because I know for me, 
like when I first started having panic attacks, anything triggered it. Like almost any any little minor inconvenience was just like I can't handle this. Like I can't, and I don't mm-hmm. know why. I don't know why I was like that. It's not like that anymore because I kind of strayed away from panic attacks. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't really have panic attacks anymore. But um, I think the trigger has a lot to do with controlling it. I don't. I wouldn't say the trigger does. Okay. I would say you do, mm. because you know what triggers you. You may not directly be able to put a name on it, but you know the moment you get triggered. So like, it could be anything, right? From like a relationship with somebody. Oh, absolutely. Or because the guy I'm talking to right now gives me so. <laughs> that's the only thing that gives yeah. me anxiety right now. He's just okay. yeah. That's what? it. Let's first and foremost let's start by saying that anxiety. You're going to feel it. Everybody is going to feel it. What we are talking about is living in anxiety, though. Mm. Not as far as an anxiety disorder, mm. because we're not exactly broadening into that. We not yeah, we're not, I'm about to say, we're not going all deep down into it. We're talking about everyday anxiety yeah. that us 20-somethings tend to deal with. Okay. All of us are going to deal with it. Okay. It's just, we're talking about the different levels of it. Right. I, last year, it was to the point where... I'm sitting on the couch looking out the window because the sun's out. You know, I hear the birds and all that. And I want to go outside. I can't bring myself to go outside. Why? For what? And that was it. That That's it. Like, I would legit sit on the couch. Like, damn, I want to go to the mall. I want to go do this, want to do that. I would not sit foot outdoor. So it's like on my days off, I sat in the house. Mm. The only places I went was to work. And if I had to go to my mother's house, I was going to my mother's house. And that sounds a lot like depression. You can call it depression. You can call but it a type know, of depression. They can go hand in hand, though. They can, but I know for a fact that was not depression. Cause, um, it was anxiety. That was anxiety. Okay. Because it was the feeling of fear all the time. Mm, that's the worst. I woke up with it. I went to bed with it. Every single day. I was walking around with anxiety. And then keep in mind where we work. We're not going to tell y'all where we work. But where we work, we're dealing with people all the time. So I would, you know, I'm easily, well, my emotions used to be easily influenced. Mm -hmm. So it's like once once I'm upset, I'm upset for the whole day. Right. So it's like you're dealing with anger caused by some random you only saw for three minutes. Facts. But you let them make you mad all day. Right. Just like that. Ruined exactly. Your day. On top of feeling the anxiety every moment of every day. It's you can't function. Right. You can't. And I think that like you said, like where we work, it's it's not even stressful. Mm. I think. I think a lot of it is dealing with different like personalities, different mm. like management we have a lot of managers by the way and like customers Mm -hmm. that also you know any little like you said like little things i know for me just like you people affect my mood and that's Mm -hmm. something i'm working on but we're gonna get you i'm gonna help you get right on out of that (laughs) because i'm like i know this bitch did not just yeah try me we're gonna get out of that like because that's not even our concern it's not it's not even any of our concern. You're so right. But now that we know what causes anxiety, not what causes, what it is, what our definition of it is, we're going to discuss what causes our anxiety. Okay. 
And um, you guys just think for yourself and your everyday life and let us know if you have a different type of anxiety or if yours comes on a different way that we don't mention. Also, let us know what anxiety means to you. Oh, yes. Um, Let us know, like, what do you, because, you know, ours was a little different. Mm-hmm. But um, let us know what anxiety is. And while you're doing that, you know, because don't, if it takes you three seconds to answer, you didn't think about it. You Do did. it again. <laughs> but um, while you're thinking about that, Seriously. we're going to come back and then we're going to get into what causes our anxiety. All right. What causes your anxiety? What causes my anxiety? Mm-hmm. Okay. I think the biggest thing that causes my anxiety is being a single mom. Okay. Like, it gets really hard doing things by yourself. Finances, uh, just handling stuff. Like, I got to take them to every appointment. Mm-hmm. I got to make sure, you know, um, my work schedule fits with his school mm-hmm. schedule. Do I have a babysitter on the weekends? Yes. Don't get me wrong. I love being a mom. He is like my favorite person in the world. But it is stressful. Mm -hmm. Especially, you know, when you're doing it by yourself. It's a lot of money being a parent. I know some of (laughs) y'all, some of y'all know that. So it's like um, finding a balance between Mm -hmm. going to work, being a mom, you know, making sure he's okay, making sure he's fed and all the stuff like that. Uh, Another um, big part of it is me stressing about if I'm being a good mom. Ooh, that's a good one. Um, I want to say that that's probably, I did say being a single mom was hard, but I think being a good mom is the biggest one. It's really stressful because it's like this, um, constant pressure for me to feel like I have to be, give him a better life than I had. But who's pressuring you? Like, where's this pressure coming from? Myself. Because no, Nobody is like, oh, you know, you're doing a bad job. You're not mm-hmm. a good mom. I think it's just like me. I feel like I could do more. Well, okay. Then let me ask you what more, what are you not doing? I feel like I could spend more time with him. I feel like I spend more time at work than I do with him. Yes, I know that that's not forever. Mm-hmm. And he probably won't remember mommy being at work all the time while he was three. Mm-hmm. But, um... I just feel like I don't spend enough time with him. And I'm wondering if that affects him. And I don't know. I think that's a big part for me. I don't know how... Like, I can't be in his mind. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when he sees me, it's, you know, hey, mommy, you know, happy. Mm -hmm. And then I don't know what he's thinking when I'm not there. Like, oh, I wish my mommy was here or this and that. And I think... um, a lot of it is me putting pressure on myself to mm-hmm. be a great mother. Because okay. I just, I, you know, I want him to have a better life than I did. But, you know, with that comes me. I have to work. Mm-hmm. Like, I have to do this and I have to do that. And that hurts me to not spend as much time with him as I really want to. But... Okay, so I hear you, but at the same time, your rational thought has already told you that it's not forever. And that at this moment, this is what you have to do to give your son the best life that, you know, you feel he deserves and that he does deserve. Right. So why is it still an anxiety? 
um it's still an anxiety because i feel guilt like okay. guilt is a big part of it like i want to be there more and i can't right now so i think that that's a huge part of me feeling anxious about it because i can't get rid of the guilt until i'm able to be there like i want to i don't necessarily think you can't get rid of it but i do understand what you're saying okay i just don't I don't know how to say it without sounding like an asshole. I don't feel like your reasoning is enough reasoning to hold on to a guilty feeling. Okay. What do you mean? What do you mean? You want to spend more time. Mm -hmm. As somebody who knows how much time you already spend and who knows how much effort you put into being a mom, Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily find the guilt I don't I don't even know the word for it, but it's like Like is it enough to be yeah, to this me it's anxious not, about it. Yeah, to me it's not enough. Well it's it's a lot of pressure because it feels like, you know, I have, you know, this person mm-hmm. like, oh well, you know, well where's your son? And it's just like, Hey, I, he's you know, he's at school or he's with my mom or mm-hmm. you know I think something that um a lot of parents, even if you're not a single parent, can relate to is people think you're not supposed to live your life. Once oh, you absolutely. Have, once you have a child, people think that you're supposed to be this prude or in the house, you know, making, uh, handing out fruit roll-ups. Other moms and, will make you feel like that. Exactly. And it's just like, I'm not that type of mom. Like, I need a break mm-hmm. for me and him. So it's like a lot of pressure, like, well, where's your son? And it's just like, oh, he's with his grandmother because... Mm-hmm mommy needed to breathe or you know i wanted to, i just wanted to take a bath in peace that's it <laughs> or you know i wanted to use the element to take a shit in peace without him knocking on the door that's it you know and it's just like i think that pressure outside factors oh, um, environment you know environmental factors oh, make absolutely. you feel like it's a lot of pressure to be perfect mm-hmm. and i can't be perfect i can't and i think um that you know that's a big part of anxiety trying a little too hard like trying okay. to be some not not trying to be something that you're not but trying to fulfill society's rules of what mm-hmm. a good mom is okay so then why do you care about uh society because uh, if i ask that because everybody i don't want to say everybody a lot of people especially people our age mm-hmm. their problem with anxiety is society and it's it's social media and i know you've heard people talk about it millions of times like yes a lot of our anxiety comes from a lifestyle we think we are supposed to be living right because that's, and that's not the case right we see oh she looks happy you know she got this nice car mm-hmm. you know her butt is big like oh she's pretty you know mm-hmm. stuff like that it's like self-image and yes. we see that and that's what we aspire now me i don't care like because you know me, I walk around however I feel like walking around. I don't. Social media, I enjoy mm-hmm. social media, but it's not. Mm-hmm. Society no longer makes decisions for me, basically. True. And like I said, it took me a whole year to come to that conclusion. But when you think about your anxiety, a lot of times we think about how everybody else looks at our anxiety. 
True. Like, it's like, oh, we have anxiety. Well, why do you have anxiety? Oh, well, the world is this way. And I'm... Nobody asks you about the world. Nobody asks you, why are you putting the world in the same category as your own anxiety dealing with your own life? They're two different things. True. So you're saying, like, (laughs) our thoughts shouldn't affect what we feel? Like, I mean, like... Our thoughts shouldn't affect that. Oh, Our thoughts shouldn't be affected. But yes, yes, that's by... what you're trying to say. Our thoughts shouldn't be affected <laughs> by um, basically a little outside. Bit. A little the... lifted myself, so <laughs> y'all excuse me. Um, shouldn't be affected by the outside outside yes. factors, basically. Absolutely. Um, I think that. Um, well, one of the, I know one of the last thing that causes my anxiety is money. Okay. And I hate to put it like that, but y'all, when these bills come, <laughs> when these bills come and that check don't add up, it's like, oh my God, what am I going to do? And it's like, you know, I want to be financially stable and that's mm-hmm. my goal. Like I want this and I want that. And if I can't, if I can't go to work or if I can't get this or if I can't live the lifestyle that I want to live, mm-hmm. um, that, that shit is stressful. Okay. So, so then stressful. what's your plan? Like as far as like making money to make or... all this, to financially be stable, to be stable in life. What's your plan? Hmm. Don't, don't even answer the fact yeah. that you couldn't answer. That's all I wanted to I see. Can't, I can't answer it, but I don't know if I want to like put my, my oh. plan out there. You get what I'm saying? Understandable. But you yeah. have a plan. Yes, I do. Absolutely. And that's okay. why I said, that's why that goes um, hand in hand with like me getting my shit together so mm-hmm. I can be like uh, the mom that I want to be. Okay. So I, once again, I'm going to have to ask if you already have a plan. That doesn't mean it's not stressful, Chandra. But how is it an anxiety? Because it's like, if I don't reach the goals that I want to reach by a certain time, then I'm like, okay, you're not on track. But how could you not reach them? Why would you not reach them? Because, you know, when you, when I, like, I'm a planner. Mm-hmm. I, like, um organized. I like to have things. The I, y'all, I'm so OCD. I, <laughs> like, plan everything to the T. Like, okay, um... By 10 o'clock, I'm going to be in the, uh, take a shower. By 10.30, I'm going to smoke my Oh, blood. absolutely not. I promise you, I do that in my nice. head. Like, swear. Like, 10 o'clock, I'm going to take my shower. 10.30, I'm going to smoke my blunt. By the, after that time, I'm going to eat me a snack. I'm going to be sleep. I'm going to be <laughs> sleep <laughs> by 11. Like, I, like, am literally organizing in my head. I've always been like that. I'm organizing mm-hmm. in my head all day long. So, when I have, like, something as big as my future or, mm-hmm. like, what I want to do in life... You better believe that shit is mapped out. And so, like, a big part of it is not meeting my goals by a certain time. Okay. If that makes sense to you. It does. It absolutely does. So, it's not like, you know, when I don't meet the goals, I'm like, oh, fuck. You know, like, Mm -hmm. panicky. But it does cause me, like, you know, stress. It does cause me to get anxious. Like, you know, am I doing the right things? Mm -hmm. Am I going about this the right way? What can I do to make it better because this this ain't it and I'm worried. Okay, well let me ask you this. You said you 
don't get me wrong, I can, I should live my life in a routine. Mm-hmm. I can live my life in a routine. It'd be a hell of a lot easier, actually. <laughs> I function better in a routine. Yeah. But I don't, I don't follow one. Um, <laughs> um, so my question is, you, you said you plan your future out. Mm-hmm. Your anxiety isn't coming from from just daily life, your anxiety is coming from the fact that you planned out your future. Mm. And now you're trying to live out these plans exactly how you planned it out, mm-hmm. not accounting f- that life does Habit whatever. It, exactly. <laughs> life does whatever the hell it yeah. wants to. It's, it's no different than the weather. It's true. And you've Unpredictable. Ma- exactly. And you've decided to make these plans and you're trying to live by these plans and you feel anxiety. I wonder why. I would feel it too. Because it's like, and it's crazy because one of my other friends, we were literally just talking about how she's in the future instead of in the present. Mm. And you're saying basically the, the same, same thing. thing. You're in the pre- you're in the future instead of in the present. And then when I don't get there, yeah, like, like I wanted to, or when I want to, then it's like it's complete shit, chaos inside doing, of yeah, you. Yeah, it's like I'm not doing this right. Like, oh my god, what did I do wrong? Instead of taking into account, maybe I shouldn't have did it this way. Let's try it a different way. Mm, okay. So it's like the negative thoughts definitely come with anxiety. They go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. So when you look at it that way, I expect you to have anxiety. Okay. And I expect it to be, I expect it to feel like chaos because for one, you're Leo. We chaos anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's, We're all over the place yeah. anyway. And then on top of that, you kind of, I have this plan. I have the schedule. I had to follow it to a T well, if your car breaks down three years in, <sighs> now what? Right. And now you're just like, oh my God, I didn't expect this. This wasn't supposed to happen. Now I'm stressed when you could just be like, okay, this has happened. Let's fix this. Okay, now my plan's not going to go exactly how I, how plan, I planned out. But let's get... adjust accordingly. Right. Okay. And a lot of people aren't adjusting accordingly. It's just like, my my plan's not right. Like, what's next? What am I going to do? No, adjust accordingly mm. and move forward. Okay. All right, Chan. So, um, <sighs> what was what causes your anxiety? Since we done bust mine wide open. <laughs> my anxiety when I I have a good control over it now. Mm-hmm. I will admit it doesn't. Like I already told you, the only person who gives me anxiety is. <laughs> The one who won't give me what I want. Um, <laughs> a typical Leo. Uh, yeah, because he's Leo too. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. wow. Um, okay. But anyway, my anxiety was due to people. Mm. I have always known I was more in tune with people than the average person. Okay. I've always known that um, I feel emotions extremely hard or... Deeper than the average person. Right. What I what I didn't understand was what I was feeling, um, was more of an empathic power that I had that I didn't know what it was. So I feel emotion. I feel everybody's emotions. Okay. And it's when I didn't know what it was, it was me sitting there and randomly, I feel fear. Hmm. And I, but I can't tell you why I feel the fear. I can't tell you where it cut, where it came from, how to get rid of it. So I'm just sitting in this fear, no idea where it came from. And it's like, for instance, when I feel anger, especially when it's directed towards me, my body gets hot. 
Like, it gets mm-hmm. real hot. Like, temperature. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, it's like, now that I recognize it, you know, now I call, I call you out on it. Yeah. Because at first, like, I would go home and it's just like, why do I feel like this? And it's every day, all day. And then it got to the point where I was living with it all the time. What it was is I was coming in contact with too many people. You know, I was just about to ask you that. Do you think that you were carrying their energy Absolutely. home? Absolutely. Mm. And see, I didn't recognize... Somebody actually mentioned it to me. I can't remember who it was. I want to say is my... I call her my advisor. I go to her when um when I'm having issues, I go to her. Um, I think it was her. She told me that, like, legit, you're everybody's go-to. Mm-hmm. And everybody piles this on top of you, and you take it all. Sidebar, you know how in the first episode I was like, uh, everybody goes to Chan. Mm-hmm. It's so funny because that's the first thing um, people who know both of us said to mm-hmm. me, like, that is so true. Everybody does go to Chan. That's wild. I don't know where it came from. It kind of just started happening. So, you well, know. You have that thing about Well, that, you. and I, you know I'm always willing to help somebody. True. So it's just like dealing with everybody. Because I always, and I did, I wanted to be there for everybody. And trying to do, trying to be there for everybody and then like, on top, another thing about my anxiety is, I'm not one to use my voice. I'm very passive. It doesn't seem like it, but I'm very passive. I I try to, I try not to upset anybody. Because I don't want people to feel that way. Now I understand it's, it's not, I don't want people to feel that way, but at the same time I wasn't recognizing that. I'm trying to keep people from feeling a certain way. Mm-hmm. That are around me, so I don't have to feel it. Mm. That's what it was. But at the same time, I wasn't recognizing it for what it was. It's just like, if I keep you okay, then I'm okay. Because okay. now I don't have to deal with it. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. So, basically, you're... So, you're saying, like, you weren't... You were trying not to tell people how you really feel or you were trying to give it to them in a nice way i'm not even talking about that i'm talking about i'm talking about how i allow people to treat me and my response to it what it was okay because like like we've already talked about you're the firecracker facts and i've said it plenty of times i used to be you (laughs) whatever came out of my mouth came out i didn't care who it hurt i didn't care Whatever came out of my mouth. Because you shouldn't have pissed me off. It, it, it's not, it wasn't even that. It, like, sometimes it was just literally the truth. Yeah. Because y- y'all tell me all the time, like, Chandra, you definitely could have said that a different way. And it's like, it's not, I'm trying to be hurtful. It's just how it that's came out. How that's how I speak. Yeah. So it's like, in trying not to hurt other people, it's like, let me dial back the way I speak. Because, like, mm. if I go to my mother's house and speak with my siblings and my mom and whatnot, everybody's Gucci. If I go to work and speak how I truly speak at home, yeah. oh, nobody's talking to me. Yeah, like, I can't believe she said yeah, that. Yeah, I can't believe she said that. She's so rude. And I had to realize, before I could get a hold on my anxiety itself, I had to realize that the most of my anxiety, of course, came from work because I work majority of the time. Mm-hmm. I had to recognize the people I was dealing with on a regular basis. And we're not talking about the, the customers. I'm talking about the employees. I'm talking about the people... I was dealing with on a regular basis. I had to look at the way that they dealt with me Mm -hmm. and the way I allowed them to deal with me Mm -hmm. and the way I dealt with them. Okay. 
So how did you change that? Like, how did you make that change from me, <laughs> from how I handle situations to how you are now? Like when it comes to dealing with people and it took, honestly, it took a lot. That one part took a lot of time because I'm actually still dealing with it because I care about people so much. Okay. And I think that's just part of the empathic tendencies that I have. Okay. But I did just have to decide, okay, regardless of whether I want to make them feel this way or not, mm -hmm. this is what has to be said. This is what has to be done because they're not going to learn it any other way. True. That's not everybody. Of course, you don't approach everybody, you know, the same way. But you know somebody, you know when your anxiety is going to be triggered. Mm -hmm. You know who typically most of the time triggers your anxiety. Right. So the people I noticed were triggering my anxiety, I had to back up a little bit. And that's exactly what I did. Mm -hmm. So now it's like, um, well, not now, but last year it got to the point where I was just like, you know what? Because people, because that's where, honestly, majority, mm -hmm. like, 95% of my anxiety comes from me dealing with other people. Okay. So, it's just like, I had to decide, well, first and foremost, it was, is this union good enough for my life? If not, I'm done. Because I'm Gucci on you. Yeah. you and y'all hear me say it all the time. Yeah. I tell you in the heart, I'm, no, I'm Gucci I'm good on, on her. you. Yeah, like, I'm yeah, good I'm, on her. I'm, I'm good, good on her. her. I'm good. I can't do it no more. It's no ill will. It's none of that. It's just for my peace of mind, for my this anxiety, is what I need. this yeah. is what I have to do. Because I know, and it's it's not like a, I'm doing it because I'm petty. I'm doing it because I'm upset. No. Mm -hmm. If I, I recognize, now I recognize the type of people people are when they present, how you present yourself to me, that's the type of person you are. Is that type of person beneficial to me? If it's not, I'm out. Because I know what you are capable of when it comes to me, my emotions, my anxiety, let me stay away from you. Because mm. you're not going to do me any good, and you're not going to try to fix it. And I'm not about to let you fuck up my mental health. Exactly. Because <laughs> that's too much. You got a lot going exactly. on, and, and I got stuff going on, too. So I'm going a, I'm to a divide these yes. energies and keep mine, and you keep yours. Because mm -hmm. I don't want that coming a lot, But mind. a lot of people don't understand that. They immediately take it as an attack. Mm. But, for, and, and that's another thing, because people are so drawn to me, when I would take a step back, they'd be like, whoa. Yeah, now that's an issue, because I've taken yeah. a step back. Yeah. So now I have anxiety about that, because now I have to sit here and deal with that. Well, you know what it is? It's like, dang, you know, Chan is this person that everybody can go to, and then now she's stepping away from me. What did I do? Like, what, like, did it's I do something or, you know, did I say something that was upsetting? So it was, that's how the typical average per human being will look at it. Okay. For me, because that's how I used to look at it. I had to realize that. Like, what did I do? No, these are energy vampires. I had to, like, because at first it was just like when I would take a step back, it's just like, oh, they would go to other people and they were just like, I don't know what I did and blah, 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 that. Yeah. And then it's like, you know what? I used to be like, you know what? Maybe it's me. And then I would go back into that union and the same thing would happen all over again. True. And it's like, it's not, people don't, for me, people I come in contact with, they don't wonder, oh, what did I do wrong? It's like, oh, who the fuck does she think she is? She just gonna up and stop talking to me. That's what it's like. That's what I deal with. 
Those are like literally the type of energy vampires that I deal with. Even now, just paying attention to the people that I'm around, it's just like, when I decide to take that step back, it's like, if I still have to look at you, it's like, okay, now let me see if you really care that I took a step back. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, they don't care. From the people that I've recently taken the step step back from, they don't care about the fact that I took a step back. And and a lot of that has to do with um, them needing self-work. Not oh, you. absolutely. But is you step... You taking a step back, does that help your anxiety? Oh, absolutely. Okay. I don't feel it anymore. Mm. Once I say I'm done, like I told you before during one of our nightly discussions, once I know who you are, once I know what you're capable of, why am I still getting upset? True. Once I say I'm done, once I recognize what kind of energy vampire you are, you can't have my attention the same way you had it. Mm. You can't have it. True. Because it's just like... When I finally got out of living in anxiety, mm-hmm. I have never felt a feeling like that before in my life. I it, To me... Amazing. It feels... You want to call it amazing, but honestly, it's just living. It's literally just living without having that fear feeling. You can't Relief. take that away from me now. True. It's just I mentally and emotionally will refuse to let you take that away from me now. Mm-hmm. So, like, people who... People who are just, like... Typical people, the people who used to cause my anxiety, what do you, I don't even look at them in the face anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't, I might say hello, but I don't have to speak. True. I, I'll ignore you for two, three weeks. I don't really care. And you're going to feel it more than me. Yeah, you're going to feel it more than me. And it's not, like I said before, it's not any ill will. Yeah. It's the energy you put out. If and I don't want nothing to do with it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. If you're not going to respect me, who, like my decisions, my voice, you're definitely not going to respect my anxiety. Mm-hmm. You're definitely going to be a causer of and my the, anxiety. Right, and the fact that I'm saying, hey, I need to take a step back, take mm-hmm. a breather, and you can't respect that. And yeah, they like, just... Well, what did I do to you? Or, you know, they take it personally. Like a lot, and You know what? A lot of people for the last month, because I I run tests. Mm-hmm. I love it. I, <laughs> I'm a... I'm a mental kind of person, so I'm always, like, playing with people. Y'all don't know it. I don't tend... I don't play with people. But I'm always playing with people. (laughs) They don't know it, but it's just I'm playing. So I I do that a lot. So I pay attention to... A lot of people act like I don't pay attention to how they treat me. Like, I don't see things. Like, I don't hear things. I see and hear everything. Everything. Everything Everything. that goes on around me. I see... I see and hear everything. Mm -hmm. And if I don't see and hear, somebody's telling me. Somebody's Mm -hmm. going to tell me what was said, what was done. (laughs) So I'm just like, for me, knowing how strongly I feel anxiety, you can't. Like the typical social activities or social anxiety that I used to have, no. You don't feel it. Only thing that's giving me anxiety is this dog and boy. That's it. Well, he's not a boy, y'all. He's a man. <laughs> and that's that's something that could be remedied. At yeah, some I point. mean, it's not a big deal, but it's just like, <laughs> like, woo. This man. Sometimes I feel the anxiety, and it's just like, bruh. But that, yeah, that like my causes. So okay, let me ask you this. So, like, what are a couple ways you cope with it? Um, how I deal with my anxiety. When, so let me, let, let's first start with when I decided to deal with my anxiety. Okay. And Vibers, 
don't think you have to sit in anxiety. If you feel it, if you feel you need to talk to a doctor, if you feel you need to message one of us. Yes. Please oh, feel definitely. Free. Please feel free. Let me start by saying you do not have to live in anxiety all the time. But one day I had cried myself to sleep mm-hmm. because I was sick and tired of feeling the anxiety. I knew that's what it was. And it's just like, I'm exhausted. Right. I can't sleep because I'm, I feel terrified of absolutely nothing. I, I, I want to go to sleep. When I woke up the next morning, it was, a it had to be a Monday cause the next, it was my day off. Um, I woke up the next morning with anxiety and I'm like, yo, I'm losing my fucking mind. Mm. I am losing my mind. I am still feeling, I'm losing my mind. So I got up and I remember sitting up in the bed and my back hurt. My back always hurt though. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I'm sick of the anxiety. I'm sick of my back hurting. Mm-hmm. I don't like doctors. So I was like, you know what? Let's, let's try like, let's see what YouTube says. Mm-hmm. So I typed in back pain on YouTube mm-hmm. and yoga came up. Mm-hmm. So... Yoga is one of the things that came up, and it's like, hey, I got a yoga mat. No, I didn't have a yoga mat at the time. I didn't have one. I was just like, let me try this. I did a, on my living room floor, I did a 20-minute yoga session for beginners. Didn't even notice that I had been down there 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. I had a nice little sweat to me when I sat up. I took a deep breath, and I was like, huh. And she ain't lying about that sweat, because, y'all, she got me doing <laughs> yoga. And when I tell you, I was like, why am I sweating this much from nothing from just moving mm-hmm. so that's a good exercise y'all if you're not doing yoga already but yeah it was it was a yoga i started doing yoga every morning mm-hmm. and then from yoga one particular day i did my yoga session and i just felt overly relaxed like it was like mm-hmm. a different mind not not mindset but it was like a out of body kind of relaxed right and um I decided to meditate. It was really random. I just decided to sit there and meditate. And once I started meditating, it was a wrap. Mm. It was absolutely a wrap. Meditating and yoga completely delivered me from my anxiety. Okay. I did I did yoga. Now I do yoga like multiple times in a day. Like I just catch myself in the middle of a hallway or something. It's like we bend over touch toes. Like just mm. yoga and meditation. Yoga is still my number one favorite but that definitely got me out of my anxiety okay um so i'd still i still deal with anxiety um but i will say how i cope mm-hmm. one of the biggest things that i do is write okay. writing is really uh, like a release mm-hmm. um so what i like to do is i like to get myself like really cute journals um and just even if it's about absolutely nothing, I start mm-hmm. by writing about how I feel. Mm-hmm. I start writing about my day. I start writing about what I'm looking at mm-hmm. at the moment. And I just like just getting my thoughts out on the page. And even if I don't even go back and read it, mm-hmm. what I like to do is I'll write something and two weeks later I'll go back and read it. I'm like, wow, I'm not in that place anymore. Like, wow, you know, mm-hmm. I don't feel that today. Or I haven't felt that since that day. And that, think, that's that's mine. I haven't felt it since that day. And I feel like that definitely helps with my anxiety. If I just sit down mm-hmm. and keep myself occupied with, you know, writing. Now, saying it like that, though, keeping yourself occupied, is mm-hmm. that really what you're doing? Just keeping yourself occupied? Or are you getting rid of the anxiety? I think that um, 
it's a good way for me to calm down. Okay. Like, it's a good way for me to make myself sit down mm-hmm. and stop and just feel, like, think, ab- think about what I'm feeling and mm-hmm. why. Or like, why am I... Why am I upset right now? What what happened? Like, what is it that happened? Or And then a lot of times, y'all, I will write something down about how I'm feeling. And I'll be like, well, that make that don't even make no sense. Like, what are you upset about? Like, you really just let this person take you out of your place. Or you really just let that situation bother you this much to the point where you really had to yeah. take a break. But let me tell y'all about my love for marijuana. <laughs> okay um <laughs> um i think that it is not for everybody mm-hmm. let me let me just start by saying that and um i feel like i'm supposed to say weed is bad but it's not bad y'all legalize marijuana um it really is a mind fuck you want to say I hate to say it like that. Uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna rip you apart. Why? Like, <laughs> Why? Why? Because basically, you can't use a substance to cope with anxiety. I don't think. I don't. I don't want to say coping though. Then what are you doing? I think it just makes me feel good. I mean, it's supposed to make you feel different. Yeah, but. In what way though? Because well, to me, it makes me feel good. What about it makes you feel good? Um, the feeling. The feeling. Um, my body feels different. Um, my mind feels different. I feel like I think clearly. I focus a lot more. You don't focus even more? <laughs> no comment. Um, I focus a lot more. It's my crafts come out like that. Like my creative I, juices, yeah, my creative my crafts, juices, whatever juices I'm working start on, flowing. Just... I, and it's not like I'm like, oh my god, you know, oh, she just pissed me off. I need a blunt. Okay, okay, because I was just gonna it's say, not like that. it sounds like you're, but you it know. makes it makes me feel good. It does, y'all. But that's another uh, story for another y'all, day. Uh, uh, <laughs> substances should not be used. To, to cope, fix, oh yeah, or cope your with your anxiety. Right, crack is whack. We gonna leave her we right where good. she at. Okay, Which, I should put her on timeout for the next two you know minutes what? of this podcast. I'll be quiet for two minutes, <laughs> and and remember, think about how much I love it. Uh, I'm gonna get to the bad vibes <laughs> while she um <laughs> while she's on timeout. Okay, so the bad vibes, not knowing how to handle a situation, um. These, let me start by saying the bad vibes are um, things that can bring on your anxiety mm-hmm. or bring on anxiety, period. Because like we already accomplished, everybody feels anxiety. Right. Um, not knowing how to handle a situation. Mm-hmm. That can definitely cause anxiety. You know, you've been in front of your mama or whatnot. And she says, I'm reckless. And you know good and damn well you want to get in her ass, but you can't. And... You feel, you feel the anxiety because you don't know how to handle the situation. You just don't know what to do. You know what you want to do, but you mm-hmm. know what you can't do, what you should do, and what you shouldn't. Mm-hmm. 
that is just an example of what I mean when I say not knowing how to handle a situation. It could be any situation. It can be a breakup. It could be a, a proposal. It could be a promotion or you getting fired. You not know, knowing how to handle a situation can definitely cause anxiety. Mm-hmm. Another way, which is most people, people's, you know, anxiety trophy, champion, whatever you want to call it, is insecurities. And we talked about that um, when I talked about social media, the way we think we're supposed to live. Self-image. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, Your insecurities can definitely bring on your anxiety. And you have to remember sometimes, or you have to tell yourself, or ask yourself, what exactly is my insecurity and why? Mm. A lot of people don't take the time out to ask themselves, what is your insecurity? Why did you? Why do you have this? Where did it come from? How can we make it better? Um, my friends who have insecurities or anxiety about their insecurities, I always tell them to either get in the mirror or start taking pictures of themselves in just different poses. Find the one you like, master that one, or you know, get a hang of that one, and stick with it. It's like I'm not saying oh you do one pose the rest of your life, but you definitely um. You build up the the love for yourself. How about mm-hmm. that? You build up the security for yourself. Mm-hmm. All right, so my last one. The lack of knowledge or understanding. Vibers. Oh, that's a good one. Vibers. <laughs> this one pisses me off so bad. And it, it's got to be because I'm, majority of the time, a rational thinker. Mm-hmm. You don't know how many times somebody comes to me with a problem and they've let in their anxiety. They've let in the problem get to their anxiety. Mm-hmm. Basically, it's gotten to that level. Um, when I start asking you questions and you keep saying, I don't know, I have an issue. Oh, that's me. That's everybody, mm-hmm. if you want to be quite honest. That's everybody. It's just like, because when I had, last year when I was finding myself, mm-hmm. the somebody helped me. He definitely got me right together. Mm-hmm. So I just want y'all to know, y'all should be happy that y'all got a nicer version than what I got. Because mm-hmm. mine was hell. But um, he would ask me questions and it's just like, I couldn't answer them. And in my head, it's just like, well, why the hell can I answer these questions? But I got anxiety over it. Mm-hmm. It's like, and then uh, I'm like, well, you have all this anxiety, but you don't have any answers. You can't give me any answers. Like, how how can you, how can I help you if you can't give me any answers? How can you help yourself if you don't, you don't know, know anything? Right. Yeah, it's like, if you don't Everything know anything. I don't know, but it's, okay, so what are you anxious about? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's like, you have anxiety, you're anxious, this is going on in your life, and I understand that. Mm-hmm. I, I tell y'all all the time, I'm, I will never minimize your feelings. I'm listening to them. But, when you're, sometimes y'all can't tell your anxiety is just coming from the fact that y'all don't understand. And, or that you just don't know or lack the knowledge in that area. But instead of going to find it, you sit in anxiety. You, you sit worry in stress. About. Yeah, and you worry about it. It's just like, what are you doing? You know, Google free, right? Right. Now, I'm not telling you to go diagnose yourself. Because I done <laughs> Please did don't. that. We're not saying that. I'm going to say, don't do that. Because I've diagnosed myself three times. I've had cancer twice. <laughs> and AIDS. Don't, <laughs> <laughs> don't diagnose yourself. Don't right. do it. I'm in schizophrenic. I'm trying I've to tell been. you. I done had breast cancer at 14. Right. I done had... <laughs> I had a, We're not saying that. Yeah. Don't do that. But definitely, um, <clears throat> you can't have anxiety about something you don't know about. 
facts. Like, does that even sound logical to you? Like, really think about it. Does that sound logical? So, those are my bad vibes. All right, vibers. So, let me give you some good vibes. Some things to do when you feel like um, your anxiety is getting to be too much. All right. Well, some things that I've done as well. So, the first thing is breathing. Mm -hmm. Um, I had to learn how to breathe. That sounds really funny. But, oh, absolutely um, not. Because I had to learn. I how had to. to learn how to breathe. And when I was um in school or mm-hmm. whatever, um somebody that I was talking to, they told me, "Well, um, when you feel it coming out, why don't you just breathe?" And I'm like, "Well, what do you mean?" And he was like, "You know, sit down, mm-hmm. like really sit down, and find your breath." And he was like, "You know, take just take start with by taking like you know just deep breaths, just mm-hmm. start taking breaths." And he's like, "I guarantee you, you'll feel better." And mm-hmm. I was like. What is a what's breathing gonna do for when me? When you get your breathing together, your body calms down enough for your rational thought mm. to come back. Exactly. So I was like, okay, I like breathing. Mm-hmm. That sounds funny, but you know, I re- I like breathing, and I started like I started counting my breaths. I started mm-hmm. doing all that stuff like that. So, um, breathing is my first one. The next one um, is actually exercise. Okay. I know for a lot of people. Um, what what are those like the good when you like when you work out your body releases endorphins remember. like endorphins yeah I think that's it. <coughs> Is it you best look it up yeah okay let me keep talking Is it recording mm-hmm oh um your body releases endorphins uh when I had access to a free gym <laughs> I used to go everywhere. Yes, it is endorphins. Um, when you exercise, your body releases the endorphins and it makes mm-hmm. you feel like really, really good. I don't know if you, have you ever heard of like runner's high? No. Like when people, so like when people like people that run track and stuff like that or mm-hmm. run for fun. I don't know who does that, but. Um, <laughs> I used to do that, so we're not going to do that. <laughs> run for fun. They like get what they call a runner's high. It's just mm-hmm. endorphins. Um, but the very last thing um, that I want to say is it good a good vibe therapy guys let me just say black people therapy is okay all right it is fine y'all it's therapy is okay i'm not saying you have to go to a licensed professional or whatever but sometimes it's good to get it out it's good to talk it out it's good to sit down with somebody even if it's um, somebody who just can say, I understand. Wait, wait, wait. Let me interject. What? Because you can't always just sit with anybody. You have to be... When you decide that you're going to sit and give somebody your, your business, mm-hmm. that's what we're just going to call it, your business, um, you have to make sure not only is your business or your anxiety safe with that person, mm-hmm. but you are safe with that person. Because... Mm-hmm. Me being a people, I'm a reluctant people person, but me loving people the way I do, I'm a very open book. I will talk about just just about any and everything with any and everybody. But I had to realize that, for one, not everybody is going to help. Or has your best interest. Yes, because have you ever, like, just been talking to somebody? And Vibers, I definitely want to know if y'all have been through this. You ever been, like, just venting to somebody mm-hmm. and then soon as you finish it turns into a personal attack on you mm. i don't know if y'all have been through that or you probably didn't recognize it for what it was but i have definitely 
definitely dealt with that. And I'm just saying, like... So we're going to say leave it therapy to the professionals? Yes. (laughs) Definitely. Um, I have personally have have had a a professional therapist before. I have too. Um, It is nothing wrong with it. It's absolutely great um, Mm -hmm. if you get a really good therapist. It's absolutely great um, to sit with somebody and, you know, talk with them about Mm -hmm. it. So breathe, guys. Exercise, guys. And uh, go to therapy. Absolutely. Those are my good vibes. So what what are some ways that you guys cope with your anxiety? I definitely want to know. As you know, I do yoga and meditate. And I write and smoke weed. (laughs) So, um... (laughs) We want to know some other ways. I'm interested in trying new ways. So if you guys Mm. have any, definitely Mm -hmm. let me know. We can make a discussion out of it because I'm interested. Yes. I am. All right. Well, that was a lot. It was. I hope we didn't bore you guys with this episode today. I hope not. But I don't think we did. Ah, yeah. I hope y'all got a lot of good information from us. And I know it was definitely eye-opening for me and thought-provoking. That's good. That's good. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and start, you know, closing out. We've talked your ear off for enough tonight. (laughs) Um, I would like to go ahead and say that, um, you know, I have a website, The More Life. At Wix site, I'm going to have a new blog schedule. So on Sundays, when the podcast comes out, a blog is also going to come out. Ooh, um, The blog working. is... <laughs> I know, right? The blog is going to basically be about the podcast. So I feel like just in case we don't get enough information to you or you want to hear more, need to see more, um, I'm going to have blogs up about the podcast. So you can definitely find information, tools, other things you could, you know... That can help you out in whatever whatever area we are talking about. Mm-hmm. I also would suggest, if you guys like other podcasts, Amanda Seals. She just did her HBO special on... I still have well, to watch Well, I be that. knowing it's good. You have to watch it. I heard it was funny. She is hilarious. I love Amanda Seals. She also has a podcast. It's called Small Doses. She has one that helped me a lot on anxiety. It's called Mm -hmm. Side Effects of Anxiety. So definitely check that out if you get a chance. Okay. Also, guys, um, we got an Instagram. Yes, we do. We have Instagram. Um, So from now on, we're going to be posting most of our information on the page um, Mm -hmm. at Two Women in a Vibe. Um, it's going to have polls. You guys are going to see pictures of us and our Mm -hmm. element, Mm -hmm. um, questions and stuff. And you can definitely send in your suggestions, your, um, thoughts on the podcast uh, to the Instagram page. And, uh, we're really excited to hear from you guys. Vibers. Yes. Vibers. So, uh, thank you guys for joining us tonight. For Um, the second day, the second episode of two women in a vibe this is still crazy to me y'all it is and um thank you guys yeah thank you enjoy your week we will see you sunday and don't let nothing um make you anxious i'm gonna say y'all better keep this anxiety in check chill the fuck out breathe (laughs) right chill (laughs) go do some yoga okay (laughs) all right y'all good night